There's never enough adequate meat. <laughs> Not for me, at least. <laughs> Welcome to Industry Sunday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Industry Sunday with your hosts, Jake Levan and Bob Bob Kennedy Novi. All right, let's never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like mixing it up. I haven't gotten any sleep, so it's very clear. It's it very is clear. it? <laughs> it's crystal. Next time um, I'll do it in like the Fred Fred Burger voice from Billy <laughs> Mandy. Do you remember that? No. F. R E D. I should have been a voice actor. You should have gone to a spelling bee and done that. I did actually. It was regional spelling bee winner. And you I went did to that s- voice. I think I went to. I went to state for my spelling bee. I was second place. I fucked up on the word diatribe. I fucked up on the word sophomore. <laughs> Bitch, diatribe's harder than sophomore. I know. I was also in third grade. Oh yeah, I was in f- f- fourth. Oh no, I was in fifth, fifth grade. I, I think was in fourth, fifth grade. Fifth. I remember when someone couldn't spell cat or potato. I was like, bro, be so fucking for real. It's probably the kindergarten. The public school system with no the kids in my grade. <gasps> That's why you won. <laughs> well, then we got up to that was just that was just the beginning. Um, one of those like mandatory. My boss messaged me. I'll check that later. Is it important? No, it's not that important. I mean, it's important. Everything he sends me is important. Um, Look, he listens. (laughs) Hi, Sven. (laughs) It's fine. Amazing. Okay. Uh, What did you do this week? I haven't really talked to you. I didn't. No. I I just said solid no. (laughs) I think that's the Just no. It's actually been quite a boring week. Well, I um, last weekend, I stayed in the whole weekend and just... Watch movies, play video games, chill. Just yeah. I went to the Barbie movie three times. I've just been working out, getting back into it, which sucks. Yeah, Every I'm going time. to I'm going to Minnesota tomorrow night. Yeah. Flying into Minneapolis. That's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Gonna be boating. Gonna be out in the boat. On the boat. On the boat. Ew. Yeah. Maybe I'll fly out. Fuck it. No, just kidding. My mom's coming here. I'll see y'all now. You see me just out floating in a tube on Minnetonka? <laughs> I don't think that's where we're going. I think we're going somewhere further north. I don't know. It's like I, a tiny town. I just float my way to... It'd be fun though. I'm excited. You just see me on the highway in a tube? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're just being dragged. I'm going to be in a plane. If I see you from that far <laughs> up, you've lost too much weight. I won't be able to see I, you. I'm holding on to like a fucking uh, droid or what are they called? Drones? Yeah, you're right. Like you're like, you're turning better on the way. <laughs> God, um, yeah, I didn't do anything. I do have a cough. I guess we can just get to our, our events then, if we have yeah, anything interesting it. to say. I, don't, I really don't. This is probably the one week neither of us did anything. I just needed. To, this was just like a. This is like a down week because the next yeah. couple weeks of August are like. I mean, like the yeah. Lollapaloozas this weekend, which I'm not going to because that. It's a shit show. It's a mess, and I want to um, be around a bunch of underage kids. Drinking. I guess my only like life-related tidbit today would be I'm in this Chicago industry Facebook page, and I love reading all the people that are posting on it. Like literally three days ago, people were saying like, "Are there any positions available for Lollapalooza? Like, I want to work." I'm like, "You guys are just now thinking of this," and then all these other people were posting in the page like 
if you don't have a position for Lala yet, like stop asking here. They're booked, obviously. Yeah, they're everyone obviously, wants to work Lala. Yeah. And everyone's like, you don't make any money either. You don't make shit. Don't you just sit and listen to the music, which you're you're gonna be in the middle of five different stages. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. At I least bet you can just hear all of it at once. It's not like a very big area, beat. is it? No, it's it, I mean, not really. It is if you get pickpocketed like I did and then it's a real big area. And then lose everybody that you were with. I and, forgot about that. that and panic too. in the street. I've never been. I plan on never going ever. Yeah. Unless I'm backstage. I went once, 2018, and I, what was it, 18? Yeah. Nin- no, it was 19, because I moved into your apartment later that year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I never went back. <laughs> well. That was it. Womp womp. <laughs> and then I, then, I, then I vouched to get have a fanny pack. From there moving forward because I got pickpocketed. And then the fanny next packs are useful. Then the next festival I went to, the zipper broke up the fanny pack and everything fell out of it. Oh. That's not good. So I lost everything that, that time. I lost uh, everything. <laughs> again. <laughs> but it was my own fault. It always is, Jake. It always is. That's what they know. say about life. It happens to you. The game of life. Yep. All right. Never played it. Current events. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't play it well. You've played it with me. I have that game. I always force people to play that. You definitely I, I have been forced have to. I not played the game once. of life. Okay, that means you're due for a forcible game of life soon. My life I is a game. That game. Yeah, we know. A losing game. We know. <laughs> we know. Okay, current events um, this week. This one's not really a new current event. I just heard it when oh, I was at so work it's not this week. Current. It's well, it's event. a current event that I uh, I currently heard about it. So oh. it's a current event for me. Yeah. Otherwise known as an event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But for me, it's a current event. And for the next 45 minutes, I am in all of your ears. So um, 40 minutes. pretend that you're me and this is a current event. Okay. My ankle hurts. Anywho, <laughs> did you know that there's a Chicago soda tax? Well, I don't find that hard to believe since there's fucking tax on everything in this fucking goddamn city. Yeah, like the Uber, like that the city tax. You're like, what the fuck is that? Mean? I mean, like the tax is like twelve percent here. You might as well just cut off it's, my ear, like fucking. Yeah, twelve percent. Yeah. Who's that? Who was that? I got his ear cut off. Mike Tyson. No, he got his ear. He bit somebody's ears off. Oh, the, the pain. Van Gogh. Yeah. <laughs> might as well just take my ear. What did what did Van Gogh and Mike Tyson have in common? <laughs> Both like ripping off ears. Oh. I think he ripped his off on purpose. Um. Okay. He was just for fun. Yeah, but I just I just learned about this. I'm tired of you on. Um, but the Chicago Home Rule Municipal Soft Drink Occupation Tax. What a long name for a stupid tax. Uh, is imposed on persons who sell canned or bottled soft drinks at retail in Chicago. The rate is three percent of gross receipts from soft drinks sold at retail. Um. So after further research, I realized that only canned and bottled means not fountain drinks. So um, I don't think this really affects restaurants unless you're one of those rare venues that only has like canned sodas and stuff, which I, there's a lot of them actually. My All my restaurants. We're all canned. Uh, all, but, all but one. Oh, so maybe it's more common because I, um, the reason I found this out is I have a new coworker on my events team. She's great. I love her. Um, but she was talking about it because at her old restaurant, they had to like take into account the soda tax and that the soda tax doesn't like populate on like a lot of systems we use to charge people, I guess, or like to make menus and things like that for events. So, um, something that had to be manually put in basically, but, um, yeah. And they used to also have a Cook County sweetened beverage tax. They implemented in 2016. So any beverages with sugar in them or sweetener in them, 
it was like a one percent tax, I think. Um, and the reason no, it was, behind it was the tax one percent is probably something similar to tobacco taxes, like trying to like divert you from getting that. But it's like, oh, we're gonna tax sweetened beverages. Why don't we tax McDonald's? Why isn't water taxed? Because water's buy, free. I go buy bottled water, and it's tax. Well, there's still tax. There's an extra tax on this stuff. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's an extra tax just for being a sweet. So beverage. you think the tax but is only eleven percent, but it's actually there's almost other one. There's other there's hidden taxes that you'd have to like sit down and get out your calculator when you're. They just at reinstated the, the gas tax too. Oh. I guess they took that away for a while. Good fossil fuels are bad. They're probably trying to get people to take CTA more. Maybe. Oh, that's. Um, a- you're not going to do that. Not a you're chance. Gas not after here. somebody tried Takes to pee on me. After Everyone I has was, a peeing moment. Everyone has that. Yeah, well, pee in a different train car, not okay. on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Did so, you, I would go home and just never leave my house again. I did what I did. I know. I thought I, I moved to the city. I was trying to be a city girl. Yeah. I was taking public transportation. I've had friends sit and pee before, but never be peed on. No, no. Yeah, no. Usually it's when they're going to like said, regular Sir, what are you doing? He just looked directly at me. I don't think you me. would have reacted like that. You don't react. I, no, I, well, I like did. Well, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to scream into the microphone. Like, Sir, what the fuck are you doing? As I was like getting up as he's staring into my as eyes. His dick is on uh, you. Pulling his fucking pants off. And I'm like, and then I obviously move swiftly. And then he just pees where I was just sitting. <gasps> oh, so he didn't pee on you. He was attempting. I would have gotten to a fight. That really lowered the value of your story. I'm not going to. Uh, what, you lied. What am I supposed to just sit you and watch lied. him just pee on me? I so attempted to pee on me. Oh, you said peed. No, no, no. Okay, whatever. Well, we'll give it to the jury. David, let us know. Attempted. <laughs> um, no, but the Cook County Sweet and Beverage Tax, it was repealed in 2017 because of the backlash. But the, the soda tax is still there. So funny. You would think with all these taxes, we could have a road without a pothole. Just some, you know, yeah. just somewhere in the city. Yeah, I don't know. Or like more benefits for our homeless community or like anything. That's what you would think. Or That's like what one would think. Being able to pay people's retirement that work. Well, you're preaching union. to the choir, Rick. Let's move <laughs> along. Let's move along. Just anything? You're rambling. Um, all right, and then my next current event. This was sent to me by our listener, Shane. Shout out, Shane. Hi, Shane. Um, he sent me this article, and I like laughed out loud. I'm surprised I haven't seen this on any other like sites when I was doing my event research today. But um, USA Today ran an article. You're going to like this. Okay. Taco Bell was sued over the amount of meat and beans in their Mexican pizzas and crunch wraps. So oh, I just actually just saw them. this. Yeah, I the think it's pictures, like a couple days ago. It had to do with like the pictures. Yes, listen to this. Okay. Um, a New York man is suing Taco Bell for false advertising, saying that the California-based company isn't making many of its menu items the way they're pictured in advertisements. Uh, Frank Siragusa of Queens filed a lawsuit in federal court in Brooklyn on Monday. He's seeking class action status to include other disappointed Taco Bell customers. This is just the balls on this man. You know I'm going to be Bell. filing for He this. walked into a federal court in Brooklyn and said, I'm suing Taco Bell. <laughs> He's probably going to win. If it's a class class action, that's like a. I know. I'm going to sign up for it. I'm going to get money. Yeah, and it's more likely I've to do Taco Bell, and I've had a Crunchwrap Supreme. It's so. more likely to get the class action, I think, than like actually one person suing Taco Bell. Over that's this. right. Yeah, I mean, that's probably he, why he's filing class action. Yeah, I mean, because it's a, hurting a large group of people that like Crunchwrap Supremes because they do not look like that. They no, they look like they've been stepped on. 
All of them. All of them. They probably have. I've never seen one that's not. And then they had an argument. Okay, keep going. Well, then they had an argument between like it being like corporate and franchisee and saying that corporate would never do something like, bitch, they're all getting stepped on. They all look like I ain't never been to a Taco Bell where it wasn't stepped on. (laughs) I thought that was just part of the order. I kind of like it though. It makes it extra cheesy. Well, yeah. It's got a little bit more smush to it, you know. I don't have to open up my mouth as far. It's not quite as messy. Exactly. You know, I don't mind the stepped on thing, but I want an adequate amount of meat and beans. There's never enough adequate meat. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me, at least. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Industry Sunday. Anyways, keep going with the story. Okay. Okay, okay. The lawsuit includes multiple side-by-side photos comparing Taco Bell's advertisements with what the food actually looks like. Siragusa expected the Mexican pizza that he purchased to contain a similar amount of beef and bean filling as contained in the pictures of the Mexican pizza and Taco Bell's advertisements. You already said that, Frank. Never mind. Frank's just getting his point across. But the Mexican pizza Siragusa bought actually had about half of the beef and bean filling that he expected. Taco Bell's actions are especially concerning now that inflation, food, and meat prices are very high, and many con- consumers, especially lower income, income consumers, are struggling financially, the lawsuit says. Taco Bell advertises larger portions of food to steer customers to their restaurants for their meals and away from competitors that, are more fairly, that more fairly advertise the size of their menu items, unfairly diverting millions of dollars in sales that would have gone to competitors. Uh, in March, well, that's the end of that, but in March, a Chicago man also sued Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, he said that the company's boneless wings oh, aren't... He sued it. He, this man loves his, He loves a lawsuit. It's a different guy. Oh. In March, a Chicago man. <laughs> that would yeah. be wild if the same guy's just suing all these I'm, I'm about to be next. <laughs> well, uh, the Chicago, that's local. He sued Buffalo Wild Wings saying that the company's boneless <laughs> wings aren't wings at all, but really just cheaper chicken breast tenders. Buffalo Wild Wings has denied the allegations and is asking a judge to dismiss the case, saying that the boneless wings wouldn't mislead reasonable consumers. Yeah, I believe in that because I like a boneless. So it's only misleading the stupid ones. I don't like bone in. I don't like to work that hard. Yeah. I'm kind of lazy. We all know what a boneless wing is. Remember, we accept it. I had to look this up because I wanted to make sure it was um, fake. Remember uh, when Taco Bell, like there was like the rumor that it was like their meat was like the same grade as like dog food. Oh, yeah. It looks like it. Now they use USDA prime beef, allegedly. Wow. Mm-hmm. I One thing um, that I've liked recently is the alfresca. Talk about. Who's that? It means they don't put in any of the fake ingredients. They only put in like tomatoes and lettuce and the meat and cheese. What were the fake ingredients? Everything else. I don't know. <laughs> They're just putting in fresh stuff instead of like. Do we have stuff. one around here? They all do it. You just have to ask for it. Alfresca. I'll get a taco alfresca. Does it taste different? Yeah, it's better and it's healthier. Is it more expensive? Nope. No extra cost. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? They should all be alfresca. No, some people like that, like, janky. I kind of want Taco Bell after this. You you know what? You want Taco Bell tonight? I kind of want myself a Crunchwrap Supreme. Let's go, bitch. (laughs) Is there a drive through Taco Bell? No. There's one by my apartment. We can go there. Okay. It's a cantina. They got liquor? They got like a. Is that what that means? Uh-huh. Oh. Cantina means bar and I know. I, oh, I did not know that. I just saw that. I'm like, damn, when start Taco Bell starts selling margaritas? Mm, when they got cool, they patrol too. Okay, Jake? Yes. It's your turn to tell your story of the week. Bum, bum, bum. Well, mine's just like a general restaurant horror story because. We love a general restaurant horror we story. We like a little PTSD. So this is from Tales from Your Server on Reddit from R. Y. 
it's has a bunch of T's. Um, so basically it starts off every server, bartender or chef can tell you their worst service and the hell that it puts you through. Obviously we've all been through that. Yeah. Um, although chefs are by far the ones with the most stuff on their plate coming in early and leaving late. Obviously their stress trickles down every step of the ladder, no matter how seemingly small your role is, you always have a load on your plate. Facts. This is pure. This person's spitting facts right now. It might be a small load, but it is a load. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not gonna comment on that um, <laughs> <laughs> i had one night a while back that was by far the worst speak I, up i worked as i am speaking up <laughs> sit up straight sit up. <laughs> shit bitch hold on let me just scoot the mickey up here i worked as a bartender at this place and i needed to get a new guy into train so he could fill my role when i left so there was a grace period where we were both there and if things got too overwhelming i could lend a hand or take over in that one night starting with a b c d e f g f g yeah g (laughs) it's quite a lot of things that happened in one night that's that's how the alphabet goes you know you forgot the alphabet not the pig latin alphabet oh god so it starts with A. A bottle of the most expensive wine was chucked before the new guy, because the new guy didn't know how to uncork it properly. So I'm assuming he probably broke the cork. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. I just siphoned, I just siphoned the wine. I'm like, do you want me to decant this? And what I if dub- it was just an axe? Like, what if it's th- just a shitty cork? Why are they blaming the new guy? I know. So, I mean, I would just double decant it and pour it, but whatever. B, a glass broke in the glass wash, so we couldn't use it for the rest of the night. So we had to wash every glass by hand on our oh, busiest shift. That would that would send me into a spiral. <laughs> Where we only had six gin glasses. <laughs> C, a tray of Corona beer was dropped and shattered everywhere. D, at least six orders were incorrectly written by waiters. Well, that's kind of normal. E, the head chef screamed at a waitress who put a check in incorrectly, which the entire restaurant could hear clear as day. Oh. F, half the menu wasn't available available because of supply issues. I think it was fish, if I remember correctly. Oh, and finally, G, for context, at the apex of a shift, the kitchen is allowed an alcoholic drink. Every 20 to 30 minutes or so, uh, I'd be on a cycle of checking checks and completing them, filling the glass wash, making sure orders went off, polishing glasses, helping servers if they were all busy and I had no checks, and every now and then, checking on the kitchen and giving them water. Two lads working the pot wash asked me for a Peroni which is obviously is a beer. Italian beer. Yeah. I laughed and basically said, no, I can't do it. I had to go back, had to go to the back of the restaurant about a half hour after to change barrels. Came back to hear the head of house screaming at these 16 year olds who poured themselves a beer from the taps. <laughs> they both got fired that night. And I'm so glad I said no, because it would have been my head. Sad thing is I probably missed some stuff off of here. That night haunts my nightmares. Edit. I forgot to add, <laughs> forgot to add. So there was a, there was an H. Forgot to add that the sous chef left halfway into shift, which further stressed out head chef, which caused his screaming at the waitress. One of the pot wash had to help with desserts to fill the gap. I'm also an asshole of a bartender and like to keep my bar exactly in order. So when I had to take over from the other guy, it was like I had to sort out the bars from scratch. Like it was the start of a shift, which by myself takes a good 20 minutes to get in full working order. Mm. That's a lot. That sounds like a normal Sunday. 
I was gonna say I feel like that's a pretty regular. That's shift like to every me. Sunday of my fucking life. Oh, Why do you yeah, think I yeah. permanently have Sundays off? I refuse to ever work a Sunday. That reminds in the me of like my college bar of my life. Everything went wrong always. Um, so there were sixteen-year-olds working in the kitchen, and normally the kitchen gets beers at the end of their shift, towards the end, yeah. and so she was just gonna give it to them. Or he or they, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking ID the kitchen staff. I don't fucking know. Yeah. They just went and got them themselves. That's some balls. Ballsy 16-year-olds to get beers. 18, I understand. I probably wouldn't even notice. But 16? Damn. Whatever. That was a good story. I like that. It's just a normal Sunday. That's a regular Tuesday. No, Tuesdays are pretty chill. You get your order in. That's true. You have all your food. That reminds me of Labor Day Sunday at my first restaurant I worked in Chicago. It was a fucking nightmare. Only three servers, full restaurant, full patio. And we ran out of everything. I couldn't move fast enough. It was fucking awful. Like sometimes I would walk up to a table and be like, I'm going to tell you what we do have. And then their look on their face. I'm like, yes, it's that bad. I'm like, I would leave. Please, I'm leave just, now while you can. I'm just a messenger and I would like to tell you what we have so you can continue to stay if you'd like or you can leave because I really would, wouldn't blame you. <laughs> or you can just stick to drinking. That's and, what I would do. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll have a couple here. We we'll have a majority of the alcohol, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they order something and you're like, ah, out of that. Just don't order anything high end. Just don't get fancy with it. Um, okay. Well, my story of the week is to cut. <laughs> Connect the cuts. To get cut or to not get cut. <laughs> Say that faster. To get cut or to not get cut. That's, look at you. Yeah. Quick, uh, quick tongue. She's fast. Crusty crab pizza. It's a pizza. Okay. Um, for those of you that are listeners that don't know what getting cut means, um, because you haven't worked in the industry, we have a couple like retail workers that listen, a couple like parents that listen that just don't understand. But it means that you won't be assigned to any more tables as a server. So you finish out the tables you currently have, um, get started on your side work, and then you're basically done. Aside from finishing any side work you didn't finish, and then you have to cash out. Yeah, it's basically when you're told to to no longer have to be a social servant. Yeah, so you're like, <laughs> so like you don't have you to can, greet any more tables. You're you you're can like start getting ready to go home. Exactly, you're like on the you're in the last hundred meters. Yeah, <laughs> of the race, <laughs> the baton Hopefully. is being passed to the closer. And if you got a table that stays, you just transfer them. Yeah, no, I um, I love this this con- like this idea or like this, I don't know, this joke in the industry about getting cut. It's like it's either you. Whenever you know someone could get cut, I feel like everyone wants to cut because everyone's like, you know what? I could go home and enjoy my night. And then also there's some people who are like, no, I need to work because I've worked in both types of restaurants. Yeah, because I've worked shifts where no one wants to cut because it's like a Friday or a Saturday. And I've worked in restaurants where like people are fighting over it. Yep. uh, Um, But especially when I was doing, I was serving and doing my current job, um, I I wanted to be cut all the time because I was so exhausted and I really didn't realize how much work I was putting myself through and how little sleep I was getting and also trying to have a social life during that time. Like I definitely was like, are we cutting? Like every day. Yeah. Hey, like we only have like six table reservations left. I think we can make a cut. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. I was, I was always yeah. up there at the host end. Like how many no. we got left? See, that's the one time I would never ask. Like, if I wanted to have the whole night off, then I would ask like, Oh no, I always ask. Do you need anyone tonight? I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not sick. I will work. I just don't want to. I'm like either I get cut or somebody gets cut because I need to either make money or go home. That, that's true. One or the other. 
That's true. Um, okay. Speaking of that, considering I've never used, I never used to be the kind of server who always wanted the cut. It was only like the last few months of my job. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause I was just kind of like, I was just tired of it. I couldn't do both schedules anymore, but that's, I feel fair. Yeah. Um, it, when it gets annoying is the one server who always asks to get cut. Who's like a career server. That's their only job is the one yeah. restaurant that you work at with them. Um, and based on the online response during my research, I saw that many managers will actually stop scheduling someone as much if they always ask to get cut. They usually don't approach a server about this res- uh, repeated request, though. Like, they'll just, if you notice that you stop getting scheduled as much, like, that's what they'll do. Mm-hmm. That's, like, their response. But, um, and some venues will fire servers for asking for the cut. But if you take the cut, like, and it's offered to you, that's not, they're not yeah, going to down. You can't do anything about that. But if no. you're out, if you're out, if you, if you're texting, has anybody like, hey, is there a cut today? Is there a cut today? Is there a cut today? Yeah. No, I started like losing hours towards the end of my last job, like probably because I was always like wanting the cut. And I was like, thank you for not scheduling me as much. I'm so tired, but I do need the weekend. I'm like requesting like every shift off. Like, why why are you working? Yeah. Um, And then the flip hand though that I found was, um, and that I remember from experience is being cut when you show up for work. Some restaurants like don't cut anyone prior to the shift. They'll cut you when you get there. Like so that. you show up for work and they're like, actually Susie's cut. And so is Tommy and everyone else will stay. So fucking annoying. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, especially in Chicago, it takes a, a long time to get here. I think it's just disrespectful. It's like, it's so rude. I, I got ready. I wasted my whole afternoon. I could have, I, I canceled. I, like, I didn't make any plans. So now I'm like, no, now that I'm fucking here and I want to work. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's just like it. The only explanation for it could be either like a, a green manager who doesn't really know what they're doing yeah. and d- is worried. Or that, they're like, just really unorganized. Or they're really lazy. That too. Because I know a lot of managers. And, and they don't even look at the, the cover counts or like any events in the city until the last second. Until like fucking pre shift And they're like, oh wait, we only have 30 covers yeah. today, but there's 18 of you on the floor. I've so. really only had experience. I mean, every now and then we've had the days where it's like we should have cut a couple of people, but like we didn't. And that sucks. But like normally I feel like managers I've had have been pretty good about cutting like a couple hours before the shift. So... Yeah, I mean, I I worked at, I worked at, I worked with both. It also like it depended on what manager was opening. Some managers are like aggressive cutters, like yeah, everybody gets like a fucking six seven table section. Other yeah. managers are like, I don't feel comfortable with anybody having more three than four. tables. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what? I worked at table three. three. So fucked. It's yeah. even worse. And you're like, what am I doing? You're like, I'm over here like finger oh, banging myself in no. a fucking walk-in. The worst is like a brunch shift. You probably haven't worked very many brunch shifts, but like, you're so slow to. to start and you really don't get busy until like two or three at some places in the city because people are hungover. They don't want to come in at 11 a.m. So you're dead for the first few hours and you're like, what am I doing here? That's the worst. I could have slept in. That's, and then That's how I felt. Well, like brunch shifts. Yes. Like that way too. And then um, just summer dinner shifts because everything, everybody comes out later in the summer. So you'll still have like a 3.30 end time and you might not get sat until six o'clock. Yeah. And you're like, what am I doing here? Yeah. That's happened to me too. Before. I'm over here just like spit cleaning the fucking You're like in a side steel. room or like a, like a separate room or even a vent or something you don't know about. I'm going to go lay in the PDR and like be like, I tell the host like, hey, if I ever get sat, just like run the chit up here. I'm just going to be laying down. Because yeah, I've been here for chill. two hours and there's nothing going on. Yeah. Um, all right. And then the next one is kind of similar to the first one. Um, managers who make servers stay longer if they ask to be cut towards the beginning of the shift. That's just petty. Yeah. 
that the number one thing I found is like assholes on a power trip. That's yeah, all it is. That's all it is. And the only reason that would be understandable, because I also read a lot of like accounts from managers on this topic. Um, it's really only understandable if you're working your butt off as a manager and the servers aren't doing anything except working in their own sections. Um, they're not like cleaning. They're just like sitting around, which is funny because you said you go lay in the PDR. <laughs> But, well, I'm not if you're lean and you can be clean it like you already know I've already yeah. fucking I've already spot cleaned every single fucking thing by the time I'm laying down yeah I've already rewashed only... all the wine glasses for the third time I've polished yeah. everything like everything is perfect every plate is one inch from the edge of the table like yeah I'm very and like I think this is only like stuff. an understandable situation if like the managers are short staff like you have one or two managers when you need like four or five and then so they're short staff so they're like well, I could use your help because if they feel busy, but I can't help them in the ways like yeah. There, there's not a lot I can do. There have been do. times where I'm like, "Hey, cut me! I'll stick around and I'll help for a little bit, and then I'm gonna head out because I don't want to stick here for another full turn, which is two more hours. But I'll stick around for 45 minutes and help yeah. you guys get situated. No, apparently it's also like, what if you come in and yeah, you're good. <laughs> what if you come in and you um have not enough servers like you're short-staffed and then like the manager has to come on and like start serving or bartending to help out because you're super short-staffed yeah, there's no cuts well and obviously there's no cuts but what i'm saying stays apparently it's legal to have a someone who makes a manager wage or a salary to take a tipped wage or take a take tips that night if they're if they're forced to serve or bartend but well, in he, illinois and it really yeah but it's not legal if you cut someone for in order for you to take tips and like tables and Serve the bar. Yeah. I found that in my research. I mean, I know plenty of managers that would take money from somebody that's trying to get a table. Yeah. Which I've always like. Bribery. Mm. That's a huge issue in Chicago. I see it all the time. All the time. Especially at these higher end places. Give me a hundred bucks. You give me a table. (laughs) I'm like, damn, this whole I mean, they do it because it works. They're not bribing to nothing. Um, All right. And then uh, I also read... This story from this guy who worked at Chipotle. This is funny. He said, I was working at Chipotle many years ago. There was one day when my manager said, who wants to go home? And I raised my hand and I went home. He cut my hours the next week from 35 down to 20. I had that go ask him what the fuck was going on. He said, I guess you don't want to be here. I was one of the best people there and stayed with him for almost two years. But in that moment, he almost lost me. Such a shitty mentality. So Can you imagine? He says to the crowd, who wants to go home? You, you raise your hand and you're the lucky I winner. To go home. You're, the, you're like, I'm so lucky. Look at me, Mr. Luck Luck. You go home, you come back to work and look at your schedule and they're like, you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then he tells you, I guess you don't want to be here. Like, sir? <laughs> I would look directly at him like, do you always want to fucking be here? Yeah. No, you don't. Nobody yeah, I'm sure does. you'd love to get cut. You're just jealous. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sorry. I didn't take this position. God, it's so funny. You All know. right, and then the last one on being cut would be the opposite. By the way, you're working at double today. Because we're short-staffed. That, that, uh-uh. You, have to, you have to give me a notice otherwise. Have you ever been forced into a double? Yes. Really? Plenty of doubles. Do you freak out? Somebody wouldn't show up and they'd be like, Jake, we tentatively added you to the uh, evening schedule. And I'd be like, but they're like, you're first cut though. I'm like, no shit, I'm fucking first cut. Uh, I'm cut in four minutes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm done actually. No, if that ever happened to me, I would stand up and be like, uh, I'm busy. I'd be like, hold, I'm like, well, I'd I would like, make up a plan. What? I'm like, well, I'm, I have a funeral. If that had happened plenty of times and I'm, I'm, it's either, I'm like, okay, give me 10 minutes. Let me figure out what the fuck I have going on for the evening. And if I have other obligations that I need to take care of, whether it's doing laundry or cleaning my house or 
I have a birthday party or something to do, or I'm getting ready for a trip, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It's like, give me 15, 20 minutes to gather, make sure that I can do this if I want to. And then I will tell you yes or no. Yeah. Otherwise, well, the reason that they do that, I think is because a few days before your shift, like you would probably pick up the double. Like if someone yeah, said, oh, can yeah. you work a double on Sunday? You'd be like, sure. Yeah. Or maybe There's not you, Saturday. Good, yeah. But, Saturday but yeah, make and money. managers know this too. So like, I'm more likely to pick up a shift if I see it on hot schedules a few days in advance versus the day of. Like if somebody's texting me, like, will you pick up my shift tonight? And I'm like, already in chill mode or like my mentality. I already different. have something else planned. Yeah. You're, you're, it completely changes. It's like, you don't want to go home on Saturday early until Saturday arrives, you know? So I don't know. I feel like that's why they try to force it on people, but like, that's not ethical. It's not legal. No. You can't just say you're working this. I don't care what you say. No. Um, but this is a story that I found from Reddit. The Reddit, the subreddit is anti-work oh. <laughs> and the guy's name is doing what I can. <coughs> K E N doing what I can. Um, all right. It says, I can't speak for why the people hired often don't show up for their shifts. Half the time it's likely to be because the company changes shifts at seeming random. Huh? It's likely to be because the company changes shifts at random times, maybe, and does not take into account the workers availability. But I will I admit. Yeah. But I will admit that I made the mistake of staying after my shift to work for no shows who are supposed to have the next shift. I largely did it for the manager I'd worked at with other stores in the past. She would often ask me, you like helping me out, right? And I know right away that the next shift I had, the next shift had either called off or left. Sometimes nobody would show for the next shift and they'd ask me if I could stay till close. Don't do this. Never be helpful to a company that short staffs. If they don't have enough people on schedule to adapt to situations like this, it's a failure of management and not your responsibility to protect them from the consequences of the management decisions they have made. Go off, King. Well, Go it, off. it's either that or I'm negotiating. I'm writing this down. Yeah. And the next time I fucking need something, you're, you're going to match it because I'm helping you out right yeah. now. If I ever ask for a fucking day off, I need to go on a trip. You're going to approve it. Yeah. Period. That's smart. Then we can, would you like me to still stick around for my double? <gasps> oh, I, you cracked the code. Everyone write this down. I did that all the time. Cause I'd be like, Hey, look, like set an alarm. <laughs> I, I ain't doing nothing for free. No. Okay. Not, not in capitalist, not in this account, America. Like, <laughs> I, it's a give and take, baby. <laughs> you're taking right now, and you're going to be given here next week when I want this fucking Saturday shift off so I can 50, go 50 lay my fucking fat ass out at the beach. Okay? Thank you. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. So either you're going to um, be short staff today, or you're going to be short staff next tomorrow. week. But I'm at least giving you a week notice that I won't be working that another day. Okay? <laughs> so you can find somebody by then. Oh my or my God. favorite was like if you had to call off for something really important or like you're like literally like just shitting and puking and like you're do you have like the flu and they'd be like well it's your responsibility to get the shift covered oh my god i know i know some managers <laughs> no, not. i know some managers <laughs> that will um if you go on vacation they'll schedule you for like a sunday brunch when you don't have that in your availability like the next week because like well you took this four-day vacation yeah, so like, no, 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 i need no, you to work no, brunch no, now no, it's no. like that doesn't work like that no, i took time off i'm allowed to do that it. or my my the, this was a big reason why i left one of my last companies um, so it became busy season and we were short staffed after COVID. Um, and any and all time off requests from March until October were denied. Any and all. So summer. I said, that's crazy. Yeah. The I whole don't summer? fucking work here anymore. That's not even just the whole summer. That's like half of spring and it's fall. It's like too. half of the year. Yeah. I'm like, so that's funny because 
now I don't work here at all, so now you're even more short-staffed. Oh, sorry. I didn't take this job because I wanted to be a prisoner of fucking capitalist society. I took this job because I wanted free time, and I wanted to work what I wanted, and I wanted instant money. Yeah. So. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good luck. Now you have now now you're gonna have to work on the floor because you're even more short staffed. So I wish you luck as I'm walking out the door. Good luck. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, all right, here's the rest of my story. Um, but they hired a new assistant manager. One of those kind one of those kids that thinks he's your better half. What? This guy does not know how to write because he's a manager and you're a worker. I come in for my shift and I'm greeted by him. On his first day in the position, he tells me Oh, and you're working till close tonight. His first day? That's ballsy. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not. Yep. You don't have a choice. The closing worker isn't coming in, so you are closing. And then he went into the office as if there was nothing else to be said. So as the time approaches for the end of the shift, his replacement comes in, and I suggest to her that she may want to stand on the new guy's toes before he escapes, because they have about seven minutes to get my drawer out and counted before I leave my shift on my schedule out time. You don't get to leave. leave. You are here till close, he snapped at me. No, I'm not. You're not allowed to go. You cannot prevent me from leaving at the end of my shift. Had you asked me if I could stay, I would have considered it. But I'm not obligated to fill shifts you had all day to find somebody else to fill. And for which you can solve the lack of worker to fill by staying yourself rather than leaving. Are you kidding me right now? You do your jobs and stop mouthing off. I am doing my job, which is mm-hmm. scheduled to end in four minutes. So you might want to figure out what you're going to do about taking my drawer out and counting me out for the end of my scheduled shift. I'm calling the district manager. He took his phone into the break room while the night manager gave me a slight golf clap. i checked with her to see if she was going to be okay in the store without anyone else if i left she said not to worry and we'll figure something out go off night manager i like her yeah she's like the guy's such a toddler she's like the one that has to deal with it she's like yeah it's fine i don't really give a shit she's like i'll fucking bartend yeah she's like i'll make money make him bartend yeah make him a little pipsqueak bartend hell yeah all right we're almost at the end of the episode so i guess we'll get into our game okay okay okay, are you ready are you ready i'm always ready all right, so we're back to am I the asshole? Yes, dun, dun, dun. Yes. Always. Yes. Um, all right. Am I the asshole for getting a restaurant worker fired? Period. That's it. <laughs> no, there's more to it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if it was just based on the title, what would you say? Yes? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like, this for no fucking reason? Was it a citizen's fire? You're yeah, like, like, you're come off the street, you're like, you're fired. <sighs> well, I've. The customer's always right. <laughs> yeah, I've had bullshit like that where customer like people would get written up for some fucking customer. I'm bullshit. gonna get you fired. I'm like, um, all right, meet me in the fucking street because nobody's gonna mess with. Oh me my anytime. god, this story just got better. They're both 16 years old. Wow, more 16. What are you doing writing on Reddit about I'm the asshole? Yeah. you can't say that word. Yet. Oh, the people, the people who wrote in said this. All right, I, 16 female, and my friend, 16 female went out to dinner this weekend. We usually go to this restaurant that can be kind of pricey, but has affordable options too. We usually order as cheap as we can and split an appetizer. My check came out to $15 and I just left a $20 bill, so a $5 tip. Mm. My friends came out at the same and she left $3. We paid, left, and started walking through the parking lot to my car. The host, 60-something male, came out of the restaurant and yelled across the parking lot at us. They left a fine tip. It evened out yeah. to 20% after the $3 and no, the $5. they both, they split the bill. It was $15 each. They actually left more than they a 20% more tip. more than 20%. They left like, yeah, eight bucks. Damn. Um, all right, so he's yelling at the parking lot, yelling across the parking lot at, lot at us. We thought we'd forgotten something, so we turned around to talk to him, but we were kind of sketched out since it was dark outside and there weren't many people in the parking lot. 
He started raising his voice and getting angry about how we always leave shitty tips and that our waitress has a family to provide for. He told us that we can't afford to eat there if we can't leave a decent tip and kept getting louder and louder as he was, he was talking. I told him that I was sorry, but I, that I thought our tip was okay, that I didn't realize we should have left more. I told him how much my bill was and how much I left, and he just kept shaking his head. I don't really remember how the conversation ended. I started getting very anxious, and my friend took over talking to him. He ended up going back inside, and we got into my car. Once we got in, I started crying. I know, kind of dumb, but it really freaked me out, and I couldn't stop shaking. Well, yeah, if you're 16 years old and a six-year-old man. old fuck. Oh, my God. Of course. Sorry. Well, they definitely not the asshole when so I far. Was, when I was serving and I was like 18 and I got, we had fucking two for 20 at Applebee's. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. I'm like, I can't, if they're 16 years old, they're not drinking. Like, I'm sure that they're li- literally just cost that much. plenty of $30 eat. bills that would leave five. And I was like, why don't you just fucking leave six? Yeah. What's so hard about it? <laughs> God. Imagine this happened to you at the Applebee's in our hometown. Like, where would you go to eat anymore after that? <laughs> You'd be dead. You'd be yeah, like, nowhere going to mcdonald's um so yeah she was crying uh, i really freaked her out and she couldn't stop shaking i ended up calling my mom she usually helps me when i feel panicky and i told her everything that happened all right well here's where we get going oh, i bet she was pissed oh yeah my mom got kind of upset at the whole situation but helped me calm down and then told us to come home she told my dad what happened and by the time we got home my dad had already called the restaurant and complained i promise he's usually pretty relaxed and doesn't complain often he's not usually a karen i like this girl yeah, she's chill. Uh, I'm not really sure what all my dad said, but the manager called him the next day and told him that they pulled the parking lot cameras, talked to the host, talked to our waitress, and that they decided to fire the host. My sister, 18 female, keeps calling me and my friend assholes and said that I don't know what the real world is like, and he was an old man that depends on his paycheck. She said that I was being a baby and that I should have tipped more to make up for not ordering an expensive option. Oh, they were upset because they got cheap meals and then only the waitress got like an $8 tip. Okay. Well, I'm sure they probably weren't there for at very least long. they didn't fucking camp at the table for four hours and then get cut a couple. I want to know what restaurant they were tea at. refills. If they were at like a fancy restaurant, like in Chicago, different story. I that'd be kind of annoying. Two 16 year old girls are going in at sit 5 at a, p.m. at a fucking restaurant for more than an hour. Exactly. They're in and out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel really guilty that he got fired and that his tur- that this turned into such a huge deal. I also feel guilty that I maybe didn't tip en- don't tip enough when I go there and that I inconvenience the waiters and waitresses. I probably wouldn't have told my mom if I had known it would turn into such a big thing. My parents keep talking about how the host should have known better that we're teenage girls and that you don't follow people out to a parking lot like he did. And I totally get their point of view, but I feel like I may have been too worked up when I called my mom, causing her to get worked up and made it into a bigger deal than it should have been and that my sister is right. Was I an asshole for telling my parents or an asshole for not leaving a good tip? Am I the asshole? Edit to add, probably should have worded it better, but this place isn't fine dining. Oh, here we go. The, uh, their entrees range from like $8 to $17-ish. We usually yeah. do, we, we also didn't get only get an appetizer. We ordered two entrees and split one appetizer. They did just fucking fine. Yeah, no. These people, like, I love how we kept saying that throughout the story. And then like the one blurb that I hadn't read yet was like what she said. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would have done exactly what the dad did. Yeah, fuck I would have ripped that. My sixteen-year-old daughter, like you're a sixty-something-year-old man, like tipping twenty-five percent. Leave me the leave the, my fucking kid alone, you fucking weirdo. It's yeah. also not even your fucking table. You're not getting any of the tip. Why are you so fucking concerned? Exactly. Why was he so upset? Keep your fucking mouth shut. It's so weird. Maybe he couldn't skim. I'm sorry. I'm not out here giving hundred-dollar fucking tips. He left and right as a sixteen-year-old. It's not my fault that the waitress got knocked up. I tipped what was according to be tipped. And she has a family to feed. Yeah, well, guess what? God. This, you never know. This kid maybe, she maybe got pregnant at 15 as a kid, too. That's right. You don't know that. 
Leave him alone. I guess that took a turn. I mean, anything you can't, you cannot physically complain about anything over 20% ever. That's true. The only time you can is if, yes, maybe it's two old ladies that spend 20 bucks. They get split an appetizer and they get hot tea refills for four hours. Take up your whole table. $5 tip. Then if you don't tip accordingly for taking up all that time on the table, yes, then we have a little bit of an issue. But it's two six year old girls that got an appetizer, two entrees, and they dipped. Mm hmm. Her section probably wasn't even. And full. I highly doubt that, like, <laughs> the situation or the other times I've been in there warranted the freak out from the no. host. It's like if the server came after me and like it was like a woman, a different story. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like, here's more. But like, even then, it's like you're not supposed to ask for a cash tip. You're not supposed to add, like say anything to your table if they don't tip appropriately. Like, it's just a wash. That's that's what you like. That's what you sign up for when you it become all a server. Evens too. Out. And it's like, this is actually evening out in your benefit. Exactly. And it's like, I think Sorry they're not for the most to drink part, alcohol. Yeah. But I think for the most part, like when you become a server, you take on that risk. That's part of the game. That's part of the whole spiel. Like sometimes you're going to get a $10,000 tip. It all evens out. From Ariana Grande or whatever the fuck that happens. Or you're going to get two 16 year olds who get one, one entree and one appetizer and yep. then leave $3 and some change, you know, like you just never know. And that's part of it. And I think that most respectable, like hardworking servers understand that and like, they don't really let that small stuff get to them, you know? No. And I don't know. It just seems like the host maybe just been was kind of crazy. I don't even mind people like that, that just like don't spend much money, but they're like in and out and like, they're just chilling. Yeah. They just like, that's still an $8 you didn't you have, have before. Worry about them. And, and it was cash. You know? Yeah. What the fuck? Damn. All right. Well, what's your shot of the week? Oh my goodness. Huh? You go first. I'm gonna do tequila. <laughs> I'm just feeling crazy. Shot of blackberry brandy. Oh God! <laughs> blackberry. Yep. Well, that's scary. Well, because he's an after dinner pork. I was guy. just remembering when I when I was little or when I was younger, and I would be sick. when I was little when I was ten years when old. When I would get super fucking sick and nothing would work, my grandma would give me a fucking shot of blackberry oh, brandy, like in a spoon. No, Why did I? Like, my voice just... Like, I mean, like, I'd get a little buzzed. That's, <laughs> like, probably 13. That's what started it all. Uh. All right. Well, thank you guys so much <laughs> for joining us on Industry Sunday. Jake's been drinking since he was eight years old. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, younger than that. Oh, she used God. To me, like, Grams. Cry, when I'd cry, she'd give me, like, little sips of her ice house beer when I was, like, probably two. Oh, that's babysitting trick for you. She put me, just relaxed me and put me to sleep. Then she started said I would start keep grabbing for the beer. That's that's what started it all. Well, I'm not surprised. All right, well, thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. Next week is episode 30, so remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Send it to your friends. Share it with all your restaurant coworkers. We want to keep getting bigger. Um, I'm hoping that for next week we have a surprise for you. A surprise guest. Yes. We got to ring in episode 30 with a bang. And then we're going to restart our video plans. We'll see what happens. Let's see how that goes. Hold us to it. Someone remind me next week. (laughs) (laughs) Put it on my calendar. All right. right. Happy Industry Sunday, you guys. Talk to you soon. Happy Industry Sunday. Bye. (laughs)